pullover. Lean in. It's time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time. Your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. Hello, sweet listener. It's me. Do you, um, you know that scene from... Uh, I guess it's an old movie now, Risky Business, and a young Tom Cruise slides into the frame, into this house. He's like running and sliding sideways in his socks and his tidy whities and some black sunglasses. <laughs> it's kind of an iconic moment. Um, that's me sliding into your Valentine's Day content <laughs> to tell you that Crash Bloom is now available. This is the long anticipated. You thought I was kidding. Some of you probably thought, she's not writing a book. She's been talking about this for a decade. (laughs) But I did, and I have. And sweet listener, thank you for your encouragement, for you asking about it, uh, and for listening now. This book has been such a labor of love. I am so proud of it. I'm so happy it's here. And I'm really excited that now you can have it too. I'm holding a copy in my hands, the first copy that arrived Uh, my author copies. I got one soft and one hardcover. And uh, what a moment it was. So if you're on my mailing list, um, and if you're not, hop on. I I don't abuse your inbox. I I don't subscribe to many things, and I'm not on social media. So um, I'm very um, intentional and uh, respectful. (laughs) (laughs) about what I send Um, and of course if you don't like it unsubscribe but um, please join me because that the people on my mailing list and if you're one of them you've already known that Crash Bloom is out and available um, because that's where everything goes first to those on my list Um, so when I first got the author copy it was a huge moment as you can imagine I'd fantasized about this opening up the box seeing it in real life you know Um, and I made sure that I celebrated this moment, that I took myself out, that I savored this moment, that I didn't just put it on the pile of bills and flyers and other things that came in the mail that day. It's so, I know that sounds maybe silly, it's so easy to do that. It'd be so easy to be like, oh, cool, okay, here it is, and walk away, especially because I was alone. (laughs) (laughs) receiving it there was no one to look at you know I'm just I'm just standing here with my bundle of mail and it just so happens that this bundle of mail included a book that had once been a dream and before that I didn't even know it was a dream like this has been I talked about writing books so much when I was a little kid I mean it's been going on and on and the book itself this particular one began as a blog post then became a zine maybe because it was getting a little or a blog series then I thought maybe I'll try a zine maybe I'll try something a cute little thing and it just kept growing the more I watered it with my attention the more I needed what this book has to say that grew the book 
because of course I was, it started of course through one of many heartbreaks of mine. And I was looking for the book that was going to answer all my questions, that was going to hold my hand, that was going to treat me with respect, that was not going to go so deep and complicated with everything. Um, A book that allowed me to feel all my feelings while also being empowered to heal and move through it. I had all of this critique. I remember, you know, it's actually in the intro about how I would go to a bookstore and sit on the carpet crying (laughs) in the the self-help section, like a total cliche. And I was very clear about, I want a book like this. It should have this. It should have this. Dear listener, if you've ever complained and ranted about something that's not meeting your needs, I think that might mean you're here to create that thing. Not always, but pay attention to when you have a vision of something that should exist and doesn't. Maybe that is that thing coming through you, knocking on the door, being like, hey, (laughs) would you like to create me? Because clearly you needed it. And if you needed it, maybe someone else does too. Um, So that's how it all started. And the more I had, had these thoughts, the more I had the feelings, the more I was going through that breakup, I started writing. I put it away. I came back to it when I had another heartbreak and there were new insights that I had. I got to reread the old material from my past self and be so supported and guided by some of that material. And so like, oh God, thank goodness I didn't publish any of those things. (laughs) Because sometimes, you know, when you're writing fresh from the, what is that? Right from the scar, not from the wound, right? And sometimes there's things that belong in your journal. And sometimes there's things that are vulnerable and valuable to share that can be of service to others. So anyways, I hope that you enjoy this. Um, Many people have bought Crash Bloom who are not going through a breakup. So if you see someone, (laughs) maybe if your partner has it on their nightstand, don't worry about it. They're probably not planning a breakup. (laughs) Because what I noticed and actually what I heard from someone who hadn't been through a breakup in like maybe maybe even 10 years, like a long time. Um, they were surprised at how much it brought up for them, how much stuff that had still been lingering around that breakup or around their feelings around the relationship ending and the new relationship that they were in. So, and, and other people have said it's helped them even in um, non-romantic breakups. There's all kinds of ways that we have to separate from something, from someone that felt very close that we thought we were on one path with And then it turns out that things change, right? So anyways, if you go to crashbloom.com, all the information is there where you can buy it. It's rolling out. The distribution is rolling out. So I know the hardcover, which is so lovely, is available for you in the States. And um, in Canada, it's going to take a little while with that hardcover. Although some people are selling it on Amazon for like, 50 something dollars don't do that if you're a Canadian don't do it um wait it'll come it'll come out from (laughs) a verified seller and you can get that hardcover if you love hardcovers but anyways um so I'm very excited to announce that you can count on me quoting from this book now on the podcast um I it makes me giddy to say as I wrote it in my book like I've been dying to say that and now I can actually say it because it is completed Uh, So if you are going through something 
that you feel this book might support you through, aka if you just got dumped <laughs> in time for Valentine's Day, or if you are had to leave, if you were the one who said goodbye and it was difficult or painful, you're having feelings about it, I just want to meet you right here and say that there's absolutely no rules to how you're supposed to feel and how you're supposed to do this. You get to do this in your own way. And there's so much that we can learn from this time. It's such a ripe time. I found that heartbreak, grief, grief in general, but there's an acuteness, there's a there's a sharpness, there's a, a real beauty to the kind of grief that heartbreak brings that has brought me like so much richness in my life because I was um, <laughs> either brave enough or masochistic enough to be with it um, very intimately. Um, and so one of the things that I wrote about in my book was this, <laughs> was this, that, that time, sometimes that you just need time, right? You just need time to go inwards. You're going through a major change. Sometimes like you can't just pick up a book and move and get through it and check boxes. You can't just take a course that's going to help you get over someone in six weeks. That's not the way hearts work. And so sometimes, although it's very uncomfortable and we would all wish that this was not the case, but sometimes, and this is true also even with or without a breakup, but there are times in life where we need to go under, we need to go underground, we need to go within, we need to pull back. Um, I believe there's a, um, is it Jeanette? Who is the author of, um, well, there's a book called Wintering, and that was the phrase that the writer um, used about wintering, like going into a deep winter of your heart and of your soul. It's this like deep rest, right? Uh, we don't live in a culture that, you know, digs winter because when you're in deep rest, you're not shopping and producing, which obviously is what um, our culture wants us to do. We can't always be harvesting. We can't always be blooming, right? We have to have these seasons and they're protective right if you think of winter and wintering and you think of what the roots of certain plant life like what they need they're getting it they need the deep freeze in order to have the bloom in the first place it's not just like oh they're lazy and they're hanging out under the snow this is a really nourishing time it's actually a crucial time um, it's a necessary time for certain living things and in the book, I talk about this as the metaphor, not of winter, but of cocoon, of like a little cocoon <laughs> wrapped around yourself to just protect what's going on. And it's really just a way of like having a cocoon mindset is just remembering because of course, you have life, you might have kids, work, things, places you need to be. And you maybe you don't have the luxury of, you know, going to a beach house and sobbing and writing your memoir to go through this breakup, right? Like you just have to keep going. But imagining and remembering that there is this cocoon around you to protect your heartbreak. It's also a reminder that you're going through a transformation and that is precious and that is important and it demands time. And um, it's very beautiful, but it's also very scary, right? Because, like, did you ever think about what that's like for a caterpillar? Like, we, when we see a caterpillar, 
or a cocoon. Like we know what's going on because people have studied it and people have told us and we learn about these things. So we're like, oh, there's the caterpillar. There's the cocoon. We know a butterfly is coming. But the caterpillar, I mean, I haven't spoken to one personally. I don't think they know what's coming. (laughs) I don't think they really have some kind of like idea of like, can't wait to be that monarch. Like they're just living their lives. And then all of a sudden, cocoon. So sometimes with a heartbreak or something in our life, even though we can see other people have glow ups and wonderful experiences, we're not sure what's going to happen because that's true. We don't actually know what's going to happen with our lives. We're not guaranteed butterfly wings. Um, And sometimes cocoons don't make it, right? This is like the harsh part of nature. But when you're first in it, that's kind of your reality. It's like, oh, everything's dark. Uh, I'm being pulled away from life. I don't know what's happening. Who I thought I was is gone. I don't know what's going on. And what's so important about the cocoon um, is that, you know, like once you're in there, you're in there. Right. Like when I was a little kid, um, you know, I thought like, oh, the caterpillar and then the butterfly, they look similar. So it kind of I always thought of the cocoon as like a little change room and the caterpillar would like wiggle on into it and like costume change and like strap wings on and then come out to die. Like I got a new dress kind of thing. And it's like that is if you know what happens in there, um, <laughs> you're laughing because that's not what happens in there. It's. It's so much grosser. It's so much more magical. It's so weird and peculiar. It's like this caterpillar turns to soup. Like it's a goopy, it's gone. It's not a costume change. This is like a whole thing. And the reason why I use that metaphor is because we sometimes want to rush these times when we need to be pulling back and rush these seasons of our lives. Sometimes in some uh, circumstances like we might be in a form of a cocoon of transformation that could last years as we move through some major life challenges some awakening something right that requires healing on a grand scale um, so we got to kind of settle into this and the idea that time uh, can't be rushed is so important because if you want if you were like never mind I just want to get into this cocoon midway <laughs> Um, well, (laughs) you know, it's a mess, right? It's a mess. You can't, you can't rush the process. Um, there's no, like, it's not like putting pizza in, you know, the toaster oven or something and being like, eh, I don't mind if it's a little lukewarm or a little cold. Like, no, imagine if the pizza melted into soup (laughs) and only came back into the form of a pizza when it was ready for you to eat. That's what we're talking about here. So this is a reminder too that if you're in that space, maybe you're in a form of a cocoon in your life right now. You're going through a transition. It's required you to change and be more protective of yourself. And you and it's still mysterious. It's You don't know what's coming. You don't know about what your human version of these wings might be. Um, I think it's so important to remember that you're there and remember that this is a little scary and mysterious. And to remember that there's so much beauty you're probably forgetting about because your resources are needed elsewhere. But it can be so wonderful to 
remember just a tiny bit, imagine just a tiny bit what might be on the other side of this for you. So a small example, um, where I live, it's been a very gray, unusually overcast, I think, winter. December through January, it's been gray. The uh, people started chatting about the accumulated hours of sunlight in total. And it was like, nowhere near enough. (laughs) It was like, we've had five hours of sunlight for like the past month and a half. Like, it was just like, what? Like, I hadn't, everyone was kind of struggling, I know. And, um, but I hadn't really thought about that. And I hadn't really calculated that context into how I was feeling. I think it's really, I love context. It's such a nice reminder of like, oh, no wonder I'm feeling this way because of X, Y, Z. Like, oh, no wonder I'm feeling um, like like down and gloomy. I haven't seen the sun in weeks. Like that's actually really important. So there'd be moments where the sun was coming out. Everyone would talk about it. It's like, oh, there's sun. Like all of a sudden, I mean, maybe the sun was just like, you know, you guys just don't appreciate me because boy, are we appreciating her right now. <laughs> I'm getting texts from people being like, there's sunlight. <laughs> and um, so one day there was sun and I was so happy and I was like, oh my God, we needed this. I forgot how blue the sky gets here. Like in the wintertime, it's so beautiful. And I was so happy. And then I turned the corner and I was um, I was in Toronto. I was down by the lakeshore. So I had a view in the distance of the water and this and that skyline and um, the sun started to set and I realized, oh my God, not only have I been without sun and just on the regular days, like a little dull uh, gray kind of kind of time, but without clear sky, you also don't get the sunsets. I couldn't remember the last time I had seen a sunset. And I think it was, um, I don't know, it was like about a week ago or so. And there I was watching the sunset, the light on the city street, the light, golden, like bright, orangey, like, oh my God, it's like, like almost coppery on the, on the brick buildings, like blasting across. And I looked over at the lake where I could see it across and it was shimmering. So amazing. It was like, um like iridescent mint green to pink and like lavender into yellow and the sky it was one of those kinds of nights where like the sky and the water were almost interchangeable they were both glowing beautiful cool versions of something magical but the sky could have been the water the water could have been the sky if you had a photo and you turned it upside down you could guess either way it would just look incredible and it felt like a um like almost a religious experience. <laughs> That's not the word, but I just, I was in true awe. And I was just, it was like when you're traveling somewhere and you see like a wonder, like, you know, a giant waterfall after hiking for days and you're like, oh, and you just like, your heart is just expanding and you kind of disappear into the beauty of the world around you and you give it your attention because you've traveled so far to see this. Here I was in my own town watching a sunset, which, you know, in theory happens daily. <laughs> and I've been here for many years, but I ju- it had just been a minute. It's like the sky was in some kind of cocoon. And when it came out, I was just 
oh, you know. So the reason why I'm telling you that sunset story is because I want it to be a whisper, a promise, a hope, a wish for something that you will experience in your own cocoon. Like there's a moment coming where something that seems so ordinary, you might not even know what it is right now. You might be trying to predict it right now, listening about something that might come back. I wasn't expecting the sunset to be there. I hadn't thought about it. So it's an incredible way to experience beauty and to be reminded of what we've been through and what we've been without. Um, and I don't know, I think that life needs this, right? The bitter and the sweet, knowing that we're not going to be here forever is what makes these moments, these loves, this bravery so um, meaningful to us, so important to us, you know? Um, so there you have it. Just wanted to share that with you in case that resonates, in case you're cocooning in some way. And I wanted to remind you and celebrate that Crash Bloom, a creative guide for growing through your breakup, is now available. You can go to crashbloom.com. And oh, I've missed you. This is my first podcast um, of 2024 <laughs> on Valentine's Day. You can expect me to show up more frequently. Um, I've also been in a different kind of cocoon and I'm not, I guess the metaphor kind of cracks here because here I am recording this, but um, I don't know. There's some stuff, I will say, there's some stuff going on behind the scenes. There's some things being moved around. There's some things souping. <laughs> Something's getting tidied and decluttered. Um, there's some changes going on in me and some of them I understand and some of them I don't yet understand. And um I think I mentioned in the last podcast how I, I addressed that there'd been a, a gap in the publishing of it and um, not apologizing for that. <laughs> That's specifically for those of you who um, have blogs or podcasts or and you start them with apologies. You don't need to. Just come back. People are excited to have you back. Just come back. Um, but yeah, I would show up to the mic and... Uh, just get these intuitive messages. Not now, not now, not now. And so I was just listening to that, pulling back, swaddling myself in the gray. And um, yeah, today I'm just coming back in like that sun, like that sunset. I am sending some honey glow love your way, wherever you are, whatever you're going through. And thank you so much for being here. Um if you have any requests for podcast subjects, uh, I'm open to that. So um, let me know what you would love a pep talk on, what you would love some advice on. Um, you can always email me, Danette at RadicalCreativeSanctuary.com. Thank you, as always, to Alison Tarr. AlisonTarr.com is where you can find her. If you need some help with your website, she has created mine. I love it. It's beautiful. It is now updated with book information. And um, Allison is, if you're at all intimidated by the process, by the technical part of the thing, Allison speaks your language. You can get in touch with her. She's a wonderful human, and I am super grateful. Also, Lee Rosefair for the music that you hear coming in and out of the soft shoulder. Dear listener, you are someone worth loving and worth waiting for. It all starts with you. Take
take good care of your hearts today. 